0: and uh It's your girl, Lady J. Welcome to another episode of the Business Banker Spotlight right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network with your girl, Lady J. So, of course, I have another amazing guest for you all this evening. But before I introduce my guests for this evening, we must get the formalities out of the way as we always do. So, with that being said, Please share this uh, feed if you are watching live on social media. Also, if this is your first time tuning in to JQLM Radio or the show and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all of the different ways that they can tune in, you can tell them that they can tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app or listening to JQLM radio through Alexa or the stream of simple radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, Don't forget to follow, like, and share us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio. You can also follow Ego Entertainment Network at EgoIntNet, that's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T, and you can follow Business Bangers on Instagram and Facebook also under Business Bangers. So now that we have the formalities out of the way, let me introduce my guests for the evening My guest for the evening is none other than Christian uh, Lovresic. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, Christian. Okay. You say your last name for me one more time.
1: (laughs) Okay. Lovresic. I know it's a hard one. It's a hard one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, Christian is a serial entrepreneur advertising and digital media expert, a podcast host, a YouTube celebrity in the works, and uh, considers himself as a digital renaissance man. So can you tell everyone um, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you like to do in your spare time?
1: Sure, sure. Um, Well, My family came to the States in 93 uh, from South America. Um, my dad uh, had his own business at the time, pretty, pretty big company. He sold it before uh, things went down down there uh, with socialism and a dictatorship now. I'm not going to get into it. Just look it up in Venezuela. It's pretty bad now. So he saw it coming and he decided, yeah, let's move to the States because my mom's um, family was from here. So we ended up in Florida. I grew up in uh, Orlando, went to Florida State. Uh, dropped out, started my first business, um, and then the rest is history. Then I kept, you know, I kept doing it until the the economy crashed in 2010. And at that point, uh, I made some some big mistakes there, some dumb decisions. I was young, you know, I was in my early 20s, and you learn from experience, right? Right. So I was spending money like it was coming in. Let's just put it that way. Oh wow. Um, and uh, yeah, the economy crashed, and at that point, I decided to take a break. And uh, decided what I wanted to do, so I actually worked with a company uh, doing sales and marketing for them, and I came across um, a little uh, course on Facebook Ads when they when they first became public, and I still remember to this day I paid three hundred dollars for it and then i got I was hooked i knew I always knew I needed to do something digital like i'm a I'm a computer geek since I was a kid, but I was always distracted by a million other things, and I didn't really put my mind into it and back then uh the information wasn't available like it is now it was it was pretty hard to come you know uh to find it and uh yeah. it was very expensive back then too and i just I got lucky I was at the right place at the right time you know a lot of people don't tell you that, and I soaked the information in. It. I took the, I soaked the information in, rolled with it. And then with the experience that I already had from my previous business, I just took it to the next level and went full digital.
0: Okay. So let's, uh, before we get into your uh, journey of entrepreneurship, um, so I, I like to always include uh, a topic to in, you know, while we're walking through your, your journey. Um, so I, I see that you do a, a lot here. So we're going to get into, uh, maximizing your time. So making the most of your time, time management, um, But before we do that, let's back up and get into what were you doing before you became an entrepreneur, before you decided that you wanted to be your own boss?
1: Well, I always knew I wanted to be my own boss because I come from a family of entrepreneurs. And like I mentioned uh, previously, my dad had a pretty big company. Uh, At one point, he had like 4,000 employees. So, and And his dad did too. So I grew up around that my whole life. Um, uh, you know, I was, my dad used to take me to the office with him and, and, you know, I will sit in meetings with him And, you know, uh, at one point when I was a, a teenager, I worked for him, but I was never in the office. Like he made me work in the field, like, just like, you know, the, the, the lowest job possible. That's how I got started with him. I was never spoiled. Like, oh, you're going to be the, the general manager. You know, it was never like that. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so he was always like, you got to work for whatever you want.
0: Um,
1: mm-hmm. uh, am I going to sit here and say that, uh, you know, I didn't have, I didn't grow up with a little bit of privilege. Of course I did. I'm not going to sit here and lie about that. But Mm -hmm. he taught me since I was a kid the value of work and earning a dollar and how much that dollar is worth. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was always with me since I was a kid. Um, And, you know, growing up, like even though at one point I worked for him before that, I had every job you can think of. (laughs) My first job was doing dishes at a restaurant when I was like 14, uh, just because I wanted to make money. Uh, and then after that, I worked retail for a little bit in high school and, uh, for a little bit, then i worked with him and then I went to college and halfway through college. I was like, you know what? This school thing is not for me. I want to make money and I know how to make money. <laughs> so, so I dropped out. Parents weren't too happy about that one, but you know, it worked out. It worked out on the long run, I guess it worked out in the end. It wasn't easy though. It was not easy because I never, ever, ever, even through the tough times, I never sat there and asked my parents for money. I don't care how bad it was and you know Ooh, exactly i don't know how you
0: did me. how you managed to do that because a lot of kids the first people they go to is mama and daddy mama it and daddy. was hard
1: <laughs> it, it it was extremely hard but the way that i grew up with my dad my dad again you know i grew up very well so for me to go back after i pissed them off because i dropped out from college and ask him for money that wasn't going to fly so you know, it, it, I just didn't do it. I just dealt with it. It was just one of those things. I mean, my parents—you know—I love my parents, and they—they they love me, obviously. But I just—I couldn't do it. And then uh, you know, there was a time there where, you know, they need—they needed my help in a few things, and I was able to give it back. So that felt good. So you know, it was just—I was been a—you know—I was. I was always very prideful in everything I did, and uh-huh. if I needed to get a job, I hated. It. In the meantime, I did it. You know, I didn't enjoy those jobs growing up, but you know, right. I was making money. I was able to afford things, right. so it was experience. Like I learned from every job that I had. I learned from even with the when the economy crashed. You know, I give you the short version of it. But when the economy crashed in 2010, and I pretty much lost it all. I mean, yeah, I lost it all. Uh, I had to fire employees, cover their, their, you know, packages and all that stuff. And when I took that year off, um, I didn't just jump into starting another business. I actually worked for another company because I didn't, the worst thing that you can do is to start a business out of desperation. Now, did I know I wanted to start a business oh, at some yeah. point again? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what I wanted to do yet. And it just so happened. It's like I mentioned previously, I came across that that course for Facebook ads and already had experience in sales and marketing from a brick and mortar business. And I just knew that if I came up, you know, if I found the right products, I could sell them online. And, it, and, and like I said, I just went with it and then took it from there.
0: All right. So let's, let's talk about, um, cause I really want to get into this uh, Facebook ads. Uh, marketing strategy that you do. But before we get into that, can you tell me what would you say has been your greatest challenge um along this journey of entrepreneurship and why?
1: Um I want to say just trying to figure figuring figuring everything out. Um you know, when you how do I put this? When you have only this this information coming your way and when you're someone like me, I suffer from what I I like to call shiny object syndrome. And it shows like why I I do so many things because I have to keep busy. Uh, You know, a lot of things are going to fail. So one thing that that I learned throughout the journey was that I will try to make everything perfect before launching it and then it will fail miserably. And then I will get pissed off. I will get, you know, like mad and depressed. Like, why, why isn't it working or why didn't it work? It should have work. Right. And I think, um, a lot of people, you know, they do the same mistake that I did. They, they spend all this time trying to make something perfect before they, they even launch it or before knowing if the market even wants it. And then when it doesn't work, it hits them really hard, mm-hmm. you know, um, so the hardest for me is dealing with those failures. But later on down the road, you know, out of out of ten out of out of, uh, out of ten things that I tried, nine failed. But the one that hit is the one that counts. And when you look back on the other nine, you know later on down the road, you'll know why you failed and you learn from that. You should always learn from that. So I tell people all the time, like, listen, man. People who are successful have failed at least once in their life. It's just you just don't know about it. Oh,
0: yes. Because, yes.
1: because all of us have launched something, whether it's a business or a podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. there's always a failure. Even if it's a small one, there's a small failure, and you always learn from that failure. And I can tell you from every single failure, it's like, I'll never do that again. Oh, and now I look back, I wish I knew what I know now. That's exactly why it failed because I didn't do this, this, or that. Right. You know, right. so I guess that's the biggest challenge. So then- and, you know, waking when you're failing uh, so many times uh, in a row, I guess you could say it. And then you watch your your friends, you know, your good friends who went to school and chose professional careers and uh-huh. like, you know, dentists and financial advisors and whatever. And they've been playing the safe road. And, and you see them growing right from right. their 20s into their 30s, like as, a, as an adult, you know, moving up in their careers. And you went from up. You know, I'm a very competitive person. So at one point I was on top (laughs) and then I came back down and I'm like, oh, now my friends are beating me. Like, I got to get back on top. Right. So, you know, I love my friends, but it's just my competitive nature. And then when you're failing and you see all your friends being successful and moving up in their careers and everything, it really hits you hard. It's not, I think Elon Musk said it best. It's like, if, if you need motivation to start a company, you shouldn't do one because it's like chewing on broken glass. Like ninety percent right. of the time, and it really is.
0: Right, right. So, in um, in doing uh, several things and, and being a, a serial entrepreneur, uh, um, and I can relate because I am one myself. Tell me what advice would you give to those that are looking to become a serial entrepreneur when it comes to time management? How how do you maximize your time?
1: Calendars my Google calendar runs my life. Everything that I need to do, it's in that calendar. I didn't, I did not do that for the longest time. And one of my mentors like drilled it in my head. It's like, dude, you gotta start using your calendar. I want you to start using your calendar. And once I did that, it literally changed my life. Like I put everything on my calendar from the time I wake up till the time I go to bed. Even if it's like playing video games on a Tuesday night, I put it in there's like video game time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so like, I like to relax every once in a while, right? Yes, well, now yeah. I have a kid. So, I, you know, I spend time with my kid. And, uh, you know, but even like working out, you know, like the time I go to the gym, I'm block, blocked out from, you know, from, from this time to that time. And when I get back, I'm going to work on this and then have meetings. And yeah, everything's on the calendar. That's the best thing you can do for yourself.
0: I would have to agree because up until... Uh, up until towards the end of last year, I, I used the calendar, but I really didn't and uh, not like to a T, but now I definitely do. And I must say it has definitely changed my life. So I am 100% on board with that tidbit. <laughs> yes. Um, so with this, uh, uh, developing, you know, innovative marketing strategies, um, uh, with Facebook ads for your clients. Tell me a little bit about that because we know that social media is one of the biggest uh, avenues to market, you know, and advertise outside of television and radio. So tell me what uh, strategies, if if you can share or maybe tips um, with people that are advertising on social media, what is different about the way you go about doing that for yourself and for your clients?
1: Well, I mean, it's not so much about, you know, how I do it differently. uh, Because uh, digital, when it comes to digital marketer, Facebook ads in general, or Google ads, or whichever, I specialize in Facebook ads, but I have somebody in my team who does Google Uh, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it's all marketing, it's advertising, you know, believe it or not, like some of the stuff that I've learned, it's from old school marketers like Dan Kennedy or, uh, which if you don't know who those guys are, they're like the, the kings of marketing from like the, you know, for old school, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, those Uh strategies are still the same. The only thing that changes is the platform and how you put it out there. Right. You know, when you're doing TV and radio, Um, you know, those commercials, the way they're written Uh that, you know, it's, that's a special type of copywriting and that's what brings the conversions. Uh, the difference, uh, is when you bring it to digital, you have the advantage that you don't have on TV or in radio where I can see all of your data. Now I know where people are freaking out right now. Facebook does have your data, obviously. And that's why they get in trouble all the time, but people like me can't see it. It's very generic on the on what we call the back end. Like right. there's a, literally a dashboard where I log in. And then if I want to target people, let's say I'm trying to sell, I don't know. Let me think of something. Shoes, right? Right. I want to target people. Uh, let's say guy shoes, right? Um, I want to target guys who are from 25 to 45 who like Nike, the store champs, the store finish line, footlocker. Right. And then it'll put... Facebook has all the data on those people because people check in at stores or the GPS will track them right. or they'll like an ad for another shoe brand or they'll buy shoes and the credit card information gets t- you know, sent to Facebook. Mm-hmm. But it's all in a pool of data that no one has access to. It's just in the system. And it's not only Facebook. Google does the same thing. Right. Apple does the same thing. They all do. Facebook, right. people just like to pick on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so that's what gives us an advantage where when I develop... A marketing strategy for whether it's for myself or for a client you know we we like to uh build what's called a funnel a sales funnel mm-hmm. so you have the way you break down a sales funnel it's in three different parts you have the top of the funnel the middle of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel so what are the three different pieces of the funnel the top of the funnel and then if you guys look at ads now you, if you pay attention you're going to see this when you start seeing your ads Top of the funnel is going to be your brand awareness. Like you don't know who the brand is, right? So I'm going to put an ad in front of you introducing the brand. I'm not asking you to take action yet. I just want you to know that we're, we're here and we exist, that we have this fantastic shoe that you might like. Right. Then I track that. If you watch that video, I can track how long you watch that video for, whether it's three seconds, 10 seconds, 25% of the video, 50, 75, 90% or the whole video. Based on that, I can move you down to my middle of the funnel where I say, hey, uh, Lady J watched my video ad on this shoe that I put out and she watched 50% of it. I want you to put this specific new ad in front of people like her who watched 50% of the video. So now I craft my copywriting and my new ad imagery or video talking directly to you knowing that you already watched the first one at the top of the funnel. So now I'm presenting the products like, hey, we know you like their shoe. Why don't you just come in and, you know, take a little click right there, come to the site and take a look, right? And you're most likely to take action at that point, right? Because the other thing that Facebook knows is on Facebook and Google, they know how much money you spend with what credit card, what time of the day, what day of the week, whether it's a holiday or not. They know when you're most likely to pull the trigger on that specific type of product for that price. Uh So the chances of you of doing that are very likely. If for some reason you land on my add to cart page and you look at it and you're like, I don't know, you know, I like it, but I don't. Or let's say I don't know if you have kids, but if the kids come in, you know, come in and they distract and you put your phone down, now I lost you, right? Well, now I know that you viewed that product, and I actually have recordings in my store that watch what people do on the website, so I can grab that data, put it together with Facebook, and be like, okay, now we're gonna put up a new ad. For people who viewed this product, scroll through the page 25% or 50%, but did not buy the shoe. And that's what we call the bottom of the funnel or retargeting ad. And that's when we're like, speak directly to you once again. It's like, hey, we started checking out our food. What happened? Why didn't you pull the trigger? Do it today. And boom, that's when you see that ad that follows you everywhere you go on Instagram, Facebook, (laughs) articles. You cannot get away from it. And I'll set that ad in front of you for 180 days. And you'll see it 23 times. But after 23 times, you're most likely to pull that trigger. Now, not everyone's going to do it, but I can tell you a lot of people do. So, yes, I'm that guy who puts those creepy ads in front of you everywhere you go.
0: You are so right. That is so funny because, (laughs) because when I'm running ads for some of my clients on Facebook, uh, yeah. like especially with events because it, it, it works wonders when you're doing yes. events. Those that mm-hmm. we uh that we either sponsor or we're covering like <laughs> providing live media coverage. <laughs> uh you know, you can see the ad data too, you know, when, when you select right. like, who it's going to and, and all that. But it's so funny because then when you're when you are the uh consumer on Facebook and you start to see this one ad, you look at it, you you know, you may click on, you know, now you can click on the uh, sound button without actually clicking on the, the video or the ad, yes. completely opening it up so you can hear and you just scroll past. But then it's like, even when you do that now, when you don't uh, uh, go through with an action, it, you see it every like three to five minutes on your scroll, on oh, your yeah. timeline.
1: Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> called <was> frequency. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, that is, that's funny when you said that. So now y'all know, okay, listeners. Now you guys know. <laughs> I, I see all of you all listening live on the radio. Shout out to all of our on radio listeners. But uh, So now you know. Uh, Christian has told you that he's the one... <laughs> I'm the sure one. <laughs> those ads <laughs> are uh, constantly in your face on Facebook. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Um, well, and that's uh, and it's changing right now. Um, I don't. I mean, people listening to this probably don't know if you're not in the industry, you probably don't know. But Apple, um, it's like they're planning on releasing their own ad platform, so they're blocking third-party apps from being being able to track you like we do now with like Facebook, Google. So that's going to change the game a little bit. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. So now what's going to happen is you, if you have an iPhone and Google eventually is going to do the same with our phones, you're going to get a prompt that says, hey, do you want Facebook to track you? They have this information and the way that Apple's playing it, because Apple's all about the money too, uh-huh. the way they're playing it, they try to scare you like Facebook's tracking you everywhere and they want to know everything <laughs> about you. Right. Well, they both already do and Apple's doing the exact same thing. So there's nothing new here the only difference is that facebook is literally just tracking so they can put the right product in front of you so if you opt out and you think i'm gonna stick it to the man i'm gonna stick it to facebook they don't they can't have my data well one they already do they're just gonna get cut off for like a lot of the new data that's gonna be gonna coming in but two now you're gonna get a bunch of random ads because now the algorithm doesn't know what you like so now your experience is going to be bad on Facebook and Instagram and even WhatsApp and Messenger because you going to get all these random ads. So I tell people all the time, do you right. rather have ads for something that you're actually interested in or do you ha- rather have ads for just random stuff? Like I buy stuff of ads all the time. I just bought a new pair of boots the other day from a company I never heard <laughs> f- from just because they popped on my feed. Right. So, you know, I mean, I know I sound I sound biased, like, you know, because I do this for a living, but. They're going to find a way around it at some point. So, I mean, I'm just telling you, from experience of somebody who knows this world, when you get that notification, just say yes, because that way you see stuff that's related to you. It's better for you in the long run as an experience.
0: All right. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation and you'll get to know uh, the services and products that Christian provides and how you can sign up with him. So stick and stay. We'll be right back. JQLM Radio family today. Syndicate your show or come host and produce your own show on air, live, or pre-recorded from anywhere in the world. That's not all. JQLM Radio also distributes your episodes to all major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Come join this full service and support platform. Get help with sponsorships, Built for our current listeners from all over the world in 45 countries and growing. Gain access to promotional materials and let JQLM Radio promote you too. And be a part of our live media coverage team that covers events and hosts red carpet activities with celebrities and more. For more information or to join now, visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com or email us at jqlmradio at gmail.com. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Track, Funk, by Arulo. Would you like to advertise your brand, product, service, or event to hundreds of potential clients and guests with direct links to inquire and shop immediately? we well, advertise with Ego Magazine, the hottest bi-monthly digital interactive magazine around. Your ad will include clickable buttons that lead directly to your service or product for the interactive experience. Half-page ads are only $15 and full-page ads are only $25. Did we mention that your ad runs for 60 days? Advert us. Ego Magazine, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Visit www.EgoEntertainmentNet.com. That's www.E-G-O-E-N-T-E-R-T-A-I-N-M-E-N-T-N-E-T.com. And complete the form while you're there. We look forward to promoting you. Track me by Arulo on Mixkit.com. right and we are back so we've been talking to christian lovers did i say that right
1: yes you did (laughs) (laughs) you
0: got it i'm uh kind of beating myself over the head about that because people jack my real name up all the time my first name so uh... (laughs) i'm so used
1: to it my whole (laughs) life it doesn't even bother me
0: yeah so um so we've been having this uh funny and amazing conversation about Marketing and uh, time management for your business. And this is Christian's specialty. So for all of you who now have had to transition you know, into learning how to market and advertise on another level due to pandemic and things of that sort, you know, or if you were just advertising one or two ways outside of uh, digital media, I hope that you've been listening, gaining some tips and tools uh, while you've been tuning in to this episode. So, uh, Christian, can you tell me what uh, inspired you to start the podcast that you have? Tell us what, the name of the podcast is and what it's about
1: uh pixel feed radio it's a podcast about entrepreneurship uh just pretty much like your podcast i talk to you know entrepreneurs and business owners and marketers like myself just about their journey from zero to whatever they are at now um you know tell their story because everybody has a different story different struggles you know growing their businesses um for some it was easier than others. Right. So it's, it's super interesting for me to hear their stories and, and learn from it. Um, I, I've learned so much from doing it. And then at the same time, we give advice to people out there who are trying to learn or, you know, maybe trying to do that type of business. Right. So give them tips and tricks, not tricks, but tips and advice on how to do it. right? Right. Right. Exactly.
0: Okay. And so how can people tune into this podcast?
1: Uh, it's called Pixel Feed Radio. P i x l f e e d Radio. It's on every uh, podcast platform. It's also on my YouTube channel by the same name, uh, Pixel Feed, uh, where I actually teach everything that I talk about, everything marketing related and Facebook ads. So if you want to do those creepy ads yourself, just go to my channel. And you can learn how to do it pretty easily.
0: Awesome! Awesome! Amazing! Um, so when you uh started this, uh, Facebook ad. I'll I'll say when you entered into becoming a a quote-unquote guru when it came to this, (laughs) tell me, (laughs) (laughs) tell me. And uh, So for those who can't see me uh, or can't see us, I use the air quotes, okay? Because a lot of people use that word, not to say that it's, that it's befitting for you, but you know, um, I always do the air quotes when I use that word, when there's someone who knows (laughs) like, uh, a lot more than other people do about a certain topic, you know, but, right. you know, we, we live in the era now where everybody thinks they are a guru. No, um, I hear
1: you. I hear you. Know, you. So. And that's why, like, when I hear it, I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, <you> listen,
1: <laughs> I do know a lot about, you know, I consider myself an expert in my field, but right. at the same time, I'm always learning too. You know, I learn something new every day yes, just from yes. colleagues or something that I read or something that I, you know, come across. Like, so like, I don't, I don't, Put myself on pedestal like that. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I just share my knowledge. That's what yeah. I do.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, when you started this, um, sharing this information, was this to, is this part of like your entrepreneurship? journey like your your business where you you know have a steady income coming in or is this just something that you do for fun as far as this uh, teaching about this Facebook social media ads or uh, helping people out in that area
1: a little bit of everything you know to sit here and be like oh I'll just do it from you know because I love it I do love it I mean if I didn't love it I wouldn't do it but you know it's a it's another different you know income stream it's just it's passive at this point you know it's uh Once it's out there, it will make you money for the rest of your life. Uh, Now, it's not my main source of income or anything like that. I mean, it'll be a long time before that happens. But, you know, because I have clients and I have my own brands too. That's how I started. Like when I was talking, I came across the Facebook Ads course. I launched a couple of stores myself. They were my first couple of brands. And I made a lot of mistakes. Because even though I had access to that, we didn't have the access that we have now. So I spent a lot of money on courses. I got scammed a few times, you know. Um, so for me, a lot of people, uh, that are still friends to this day that I'm friends with and they're, you know, I consider them mentors, you know, if it wasn't for them, I would have never gotten to where I'm at today. And then like, I feel like a duty to share that information because I love what I do. I really do. And when I see people, you know, when right. I when you know, that hate their jobs, cause I know people who hate their jobs and I know there's a lot of people that are, that are underpaid. They should be making a lot more. And for some reason, everything keeps going up in price, right? Like inflation keeps yes, going up, but somehow yes. salaries stay the same. Isn't right, that funny? Right. Right. And I just like, and, and when I see people like that, I'm just like, you can get out of this. You can just just put a little bit of effort, uh, effort. My, my accent came out, effort into it, uh-huh. and but the information is out there, you know? And it's like, I have no problem giving it away for free. I could easily package every video on my YouTube channel and sell it for five grand, easily. But I'm a long-term thinker. I'm like, either I can create a course where Facebook's going to change everything, you know, six months from now. And then that course is useless. It won't be useless, but you know what I mean? Like it's not going to be up to date. And then I'll make a quick, you know, amount of money or I can just keep uploading to YouTube and those videos will grow forever. They will help my personal brand. They will show my knowledge. And at the same time, I get to help anyone who finds me. And literally, you can literally start a business and make it successful if you watch every single video on my YouTube channel. Like I I dare you to tell me the information is not there because it is. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. I love people building things. I think we need more of that, especially with the way technology is going. Right. You know, we're going to lose a lot of jobs. A lot of jobs are going to be gone. Right. uh, With automation and robots and all this stuff. So, uh, you know, there's a don't want to say an age gap, but there's like a, there's a gap in knowledge where people you know, they're going to wake up and they're going to blink. And they're like, what happened? Well, yeah. this has been going on for years now. You just weren't keeping up with it.
0: Right. Right. So, I think there's, I think we live in a, in an era where there's a lot of information, but there's not yeah. a lot of wisdom. So you have to use that too. When in business, like you said, if you have to know what to look for, uh, like you said, getting scammed, you have to know what, you know, what to look for to see if it's legit or not. What, what should you, you know, what should you be looking for? What should you be researching about that person or company or, or whatever the case may be? um, and not only that, I, I noticed that now, too, you have a lot of people starting businesses or uh, being small business owners. And I see a lot of people being in hot water with customers. Um you know, maybe somebody didn't get what they paid for or mm-hmm. they didn't receive the right product or service. And then the person comes back and says no refund or I'm not changing this. We, I see a lot of that now, especially um, double time since this pandemic, because now everybody, uh, you know, decided to to get a little side hustle or something, and yep. which is fine. But... What we have to be mindful of that is that when you're running a business, a business has to have order there has to be a set set of like policies and procedures to protect you and your customers so I think that that is uh is key too and even in this digital area era where you know um where you are able to broad to i'm sorry advertise and market you know on social media and other platforms now that are picking up TikTok and all this other kind of stuff, you know, um, you want to keep abreast of those things. And, and with marketing advertising, I mean, that's something that is ongoing for your business. Like you have to do that all the time. So you, to free up some time to be able to do that, whether they're paying you to do it or to help them do it, or they're doing it themselves. If you have, your Business running like a well oiled machine, then with, with those you know policies and procedures in place, you have more a little bit more time to put into that or to kind of oversee that. So, I think that that is that is key too. Um, that was something I was sharing with someone uh, a couple of days ago that I was talking to yeah. about that.
1: No, I agree with you. Uh, we take the way technologies now. So, to give you an example, like you can literally have a store up and running in less than an hour. I mean, it won't be yeah. a perfect store, but you right. can literally have it. You know, in less, of, in less than an hour online. Right. So, you know, all these kids that grow up with this technology and all, all this information out there, you know, they'll, they'll, and man, some of these kids are super smart. Like, I wish I had it this easy. You yeah. know, we, <laughs> I, I guess every yeah. generation says that, right? But I wish I had all this information when I was a kid. I would have never had a regular job, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, but at the same time, it was a blessing that I did. Because those regular jobs taught me how to deal with clients and customer service and sales in general.
0: Right. Right. right.
1: So I see some of these kids that throw a store. They make all these sales with some product from China. They're drop shipping it. The product doesn't get in time to the client. So now they're like, what do I do? What what do you mean? What do you do? You deal with it. You didn't just hide. Right. So a lot of them, they just hide because they're 16-year-old kids. You know, They, they, they don't have the experience. So they'll hide. And it's like, I'm like, no, dude. You have to go in there. Like I get DMs all the time. It's like, what should I do? I'm like, take care of your customers. You tell them there's a delay and this is why. Right. Do you want a refund or do you want an exchange? I'll be more than happy to do one or the other. And it's just, it's, it's just to me, it's common sense because I've been doing it for so long, but I forget that some of these kids that are, you know don't have this experience. So right. if you're buying stuff online, let me give you a little pointer how you can tell what are the legit brands and which ones are not, okay? You can tell, all right, any store, that has uh shipping that's longer than seven to ten days and it's not handmade or a custom item like a custom print you know what i'm saying like a custom print with your name on it or Uh or it's just a regular product but they're telling you that that you know shipping uh it's going to be seven to fifteen days right that's called drop shipping they're drop shipping straight from the manufacturer straight from china and I'm not knocking on the products because you can find great. Pro- I mean, everything gets made in China, and if you yeah. if you can find great products, that I've done it before. But a lot of them are just crappy products. So if oh, you yes. see the seven to fifteen days and the in the store, I mean, if you go on a site that looks like something from the nineties and the shipping is seven to fifteen days, common sense should be like, eh, I don't know about this. Right. You know, you can tell the real brands from the from the newbie mm-hmm. newbie brands, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to a real store you know, you'll see like the about us and reviews and the, right. the way they showcase the products. I mean, it looks like a real store, you know, I, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just trying to help people. So I don't have to deal with that drama, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we have about seven minutes left in the show. So uh, real quick, before I ask you the last question before we wrap up the show, can you tell everyone um, the name of your brand? Um your website, if you have one, and how they can contact you and follow you on social media.
1: Sure. So, um, yeah. So anybody that's trying to, uh, for the podcast is, again, it's Pixel Feed Radio. You can find that on YouTube or, uh, you know, every podcast platform just by that name. Uh, if you're looking to learn how to run Facebook ads, how to run uh, marketing in general for your business, how to take it to the next level, you know, digitally, uh, go to my YouTube channel, same name, Pixel Feed And then search my name, Christian Lovercich. I'm sure there'll be a link in there somewhere. And then if you already have a brand or a store, an e-commerce store online, and you're already making uh, six figures in sales, like 100 grand a year, 300 grand a year, and you want to take to the next level, then you can contact uh, my team. You can go to uh, pixelfeedmedia.com, and then uh, there'll be uh, an application there. And then if we feel like we're a good match, then somebody will contact you, and we'll get on a call and, and work it out and see if it's a good fit for both.
0: Awesome. Um can you tell me who would be your ideal customer for uh someone wanting the Facebook ad service?
1: Okay, yeah. So the only the only people that I that I that I specialize in working with for the Facebook ads and mar- and digital marketing in general, it's established brands that uh, that need to uh bring their online sales sales to the next level. So any established brand that's doing let's say 20,000 a month or, you know, $30,000 a month. And they want to take it, you know, 100, 150, 300 grand a month. Then they contact somebody like me. Uh, if you're starting out, you're better off going to my YouTube channel and learning from that and running your own ads. And you'll see once you start getting to those numbers, then at that point, you're going to need to scale. And that's when you contact someone like me.
0: Awesome. So uh, the last question of the evening What would you say, if you had to choose just one, what would you say has been your greatest accomplishment overall and why?
1: Uh, Greatest accomplishment? (laughs) Going full digital. (laughs) I mean, just, I mean, doing it. (laughs) I mean, because like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you know, I had many failures. I lost everything in 2010 when the economy crashed. You know, I was a young 20-something-year-old living life, you know, like I said, spending money like it was coming in. I never thought I was going to run out of it. And, you know, I was dumb. I didn't save most of it. And uh, I I never thought I would come back from that. So, uh, you know, even though that I lost everything, I came back and did it all over again, you know, in my 30s, you know, my early 30s. And it sucked to watch everybody keep going up while you were down. But, you know, I came back around and now I'm doing fantastic. So I couldn't be, you know, more thankful for that. And that's because I never gave up. That's all it takes, just the will to do it, and don't give up. That's all I can say. I know it sounds cheesy, that's what, no, no, but that's, that's what that's
0: it is. What, that is 100% true. 100% true.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little, a little one because I know we've got to go soon. But mm-hmm. to give you a perfect example, my YouTube channel just got monetized literally a week ago. I made three videos every week for a year and two months mm-hmm. when I did not make a penny. And... Now, that's going to give me money for the rest of my life. See, that's the kind of work you have to be willing to put up at, at first. Well, that's for a YouTube channel. But you get what I'm saying? You got to right. put in the work, man. Yeah. You just got to put in the work and it'll pay off. I promise you. Yeah. Especially now. Whatever you're passionate about, you can make money with it. You, you truly can.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Christian, I want to thank you for being my guest on tonight. You did an amazing job. You are welcome to come back anytime. 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 This has thank been, you for having
1: me. I appreciate it.
0: Listen, this has been probably one of the best interviews on this show, and I just started it uh, last year.
1: So, oh, man. <laughs> don't tell yes. me. I know my ego's uh, stupid, but I appreciate <laughs> it. I had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, uh, me too. And, you know, business, depending upon who it is talking about a business can be kind of a eh, drag for some people, but then those of us who really love business, you know, or are really excited about business. When you get to talk to other people that are just as excited as you are, it makes it, you know, it brings
1: your energy up, right? You get all pumped up about it. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell when somebody really loves it or not for sure.
0: Definitely. So, um, before we go, can you, um, one more time, tell everybody the social media where they can follow you. And if you have any last words for anyone that's looking to start a business or maybe take their business to the next level, what encouragement would you leave with them?
1: Oh boy. Um, okay. So again, the the YouTube channel is pixel feed. And then my name, uh, if you go, if you search, it's going to come right back up, right up. Um, as far as uh, following me, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, Christian Loversich, or just search Pixel Feed. It'll come up all over Google. Um, and then as far as uh, uh, starting a business, uh, w- don't try to reinvent the wheel. Whatever business that you're trying to get in, I, I can assure you 99.999% of you are going are trying to start something that's already been done. So look up your top five companies that do whatever it is that you do, the top five people who do whatever it is that you do, the most successful ones at it. And Revere's engineer, reverse engineer what they did to get there. Meaning, what does their website look like? Mm-hmm. How many posts do they do a day? What is the colors of their branding? What does their branding look like? Why is the product presented that way? Buy it. What is the presentation when it gets to you if it's a product, right? right. Because they already spent the money to figure that out. So there's no need for you to spend that money where you can just review it. I'm not saying copy it, but just study it and make your own version of it.
0: Right. And that like way,
1: that. your chances of failing are much, uh, probably like 80% less.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's real good. Uh, so, again, thank you so much for being my guest on tonight. Um, you did an amazing job. And I uh, continue to wish you success in everything that you do. And for those of you who are listening and tuning in, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Business Banger Spotlight right here on jqlm radio a division of ego entertainment network this is your girl lady J. and remember business bangers stay ready i'm out